0: Hi, fabled friends. I first wanted to apologize for my absence lately. I've spent the past few weeks completing a certification that I've been working toward, so yay for that. And summers always seem to be a busy time here. But I wanted to share a few tales with you today. If you've been around for any time now, you probably already know that I'm fascinated by strange stories. The stranger, the better, really. In this mini-episode, we're going to explore three true tales that range from tragic to bizarre. They are proof that truth really is stranger than fiction. I'm Vanessa Kay Eccles, and this is Fabled. For our first tale, we'll travel to Alabama. On February 4th of 1908, Condi Cunningham and her friends were in their dorm room on a typical night at what is now the University of Montevallo. They decided to make some hot cocoa on a smuggled Bunsen burner. Somehow the burner had got knocked over and caught Condi's nightgown on fire. She ran from the room and down the hallway, completely terrified. Her actions only intensified the flames. Her friends eventually extinguished the fire, but Condi was severely burned and passed away a few days later. Condi's frightened face somehow got etched into her dorm room's door. Even after the university replaced the original door, her image would reappear every time. The door was ultimately removed and placed into storage. Some claim the door still feels hot to the touch. Condi's old dorm room remains doorless and empty. Or so they say. Our next tale takes place in Ohio. There's a haunted carousel horse on a merry-go-round at Cedar Point Amusement Park in Sandusky, Ohio. It's said to be haunted by a mysterious rider. Daniel C. Muller sculpted the horse in 1917. Daniel was considered a master sculptor, but this was no regular horse. This one is known as Muller's Military Horse. Its teeth are bared in an aggressive, rebellious scream. To make it even more fearful, it's blood red in color. The horse traveled around in different parks and carnivals for the first 50 years of its existence. It wasn't until it made its way to Cedar Point that the hauntings began. At night, Workers at the park have witnessed a spirit. The spirit comes in the form of a woman, cloaked in a ghostly white glow. She's often seen sitting on the horse. People have claimed to see the horse move on its own, and a few have even reported being bitten. The ghost may be Mr. Muller's wife, who had a particular fondness for this horse. It's said that she was devastated when the horse was sent to be placed on a carousel. She refused to allow anyone to photograph it. But this part of the story seems to have been debunked by the Ghosts of Ohio Paranormal Research and Investigation team. Muller's military horse has been placed in storage for safekeeping. A replica can be seen at the Merry-Go-Round Museum in Sandusky. Creepily, night workers at the museum have heard footsteps and believe Mrs. Muller may still be visiting her favorite horse. Who knows if the legend is true, of course. I take these things with a grain of salt, even though I believe in the paranormal. It's part of our human nature to relish in a good story. I am, however, always fascinated by haunted inanimate objects. It's incredible how many stories there are about haunted dolls, antiques, sculptures, etc. The idea of something so innocuous becoming animated is particularly terrifying, especially something as innocent as a carousel horse. Whether this legend is true or not, I don't think I'll ever look at another merry-go-round the same again. Our next story takes place in New York. George Frederick Cook was a famous Shakespearean actor. He had a drinking problem, though. Often in need of money, it's said that he sold his head to science when he was still alive. George died in 1812 and his body, without his head, was buried at St. Paul's Chapel in New York City. Strangely, his head didn't end up furthering science after all. It became a prop in Hamlet. Legend has it, his headless ghost still haunts St. Paul's Chapel. His skull was retired from the stage in 1938 and was donated to the Thomas Jefferson Medical School Library in Philadelphia. It can still be seen at the Scott Library at Thomas Jefferson University. Fabled is produced by me, Vanessa K. Eccles, with music by Kevin McLeod. I hope you enjoyed these bite-sized haunts. I'm working on reviving the Fabled YouTube channel, so you can find videos of these and many more there. I'll leave a link in the show notes. As always, thank you for listening.